Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. Well, good. I guess it's still morning. Good morning, everyone out there. This is Tony Gambone. This is Tough Talk Christian Radio, and we're bring, we're being brought to you live from the Tough Talk Radio Network studios here in Katy, Texas, a suburb of Houston. Uh, for the new listeners, welcome to the show. And for the old ones, thank you for tuning in every week, every Wednesday, 1130 to 12 here on Tough Talk Christian Radio. Got a great guest lined up today, as always. Uh, this is, uh, well, it's a fascinating story. And, uh, and he's also the father of someone that we might have seen on TV a few times. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And uh, I just want to touch on a few things. First, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. You can connect with us through Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can go to toughtalkchristianradio.com and connect with us there. Facebook, uh, Tony Gambone or Tough Talk Radio Network. You can call into the show, 347-989-1363. Always looking for people to share with us what what their experience in their lives and what God is doing in their path. And in today's society, in today's world, right now, 2020, July 1st, first day of July, I can't believe that already. Uh, We're halfway through the year. And it hasn't been what anyone has planned it to be this year. I'm sure of that. Uh, If you have social media on your phone or your computer, you, uh, well, you're able to see that information as well. It saddens me in a lot of ways uh, that social media can be used for the way it's being used. And it, it, it makes me excited in a lot of ways that social media can be used to spread messages that are out there as well. So it, it always comes down to the choice you make and, and the way you perceive the information you're receiving, whether it's fake news, good news, bad news, some news, no news. And in today's environment we're experiencing COVID-19 as being well as they put it recharged uh, it's it's getting bigger numbers more people getting sick uh, more testing is being done uh, things have been taken back a little bit for the uh, masks extended the restaurants closed down to 50 percent bars closed down in this area here and across the country different things are taking place in everyone's neighborhood so just I want to touch on that because I'm no expert on COVID-19. Uh, I can only uh, consider an expert on my own faults, and we, won't, we don't have enough time to get into all that today. But what I want to talk about is the mask, okay? Um, there's a lot of complaints on both sides, wearing the mask, not wearing the mask, does it work, doesn't it work? And, you know, I was having a conversation the other day, and and – and and I, I kind of said, geez, would you like to know that it didn't work, but you wore it anyway, or it did work and you didn't wear it? You know, you're getting caught in the middle of that, right? And I don't understand the big deal of wearing a mask. I know that people have their opinions and their suggestions and their reasonings. But I like to look at it as, well, to to protect my grandson, to protect our parents, protect seniors, protect our children, protect our neighbors. I would hate to think that I was responsible for something like that. And even if it's fake news, real news, good news, or bad news, 
I would just really like to make sure that I wasn't a part of the problem or, God forbid, catch the problem. I, I, I don't want to experience that at all. Now, I do think that uh, from the numbers, it looks like more people are surviving than not, and that's a good thing. I see that a lot of businesses are taking a hit, and, you know, I'm a small business owner here in the area, and we do home remodeling, and yes, it has affected our business in a couple of ways. One, we've gotten more calls than we usually do this time of year, I think because people are staying at home and recognizing the things that they didn't see in their home when they're maybe been a little bit busier with baseball or sports or band or something, a drive through window, and, and I, I think that's a help. But at the same time, I have to wear a mask everywhere as I go. I got to make sure our men wear masks. I got to make sure that we, you know, stay clean. And it's just a it's just a process. And you know, I always find that when we travel down a road that has allowed us to be uncomfortable, good things have come from it. But in the journey in that road, we're so busy with conflict, or what we think or what we don't know, and we claim to know, all those different things add up to, at the end of the journey, wow, I wish I'd have known that sooner. Wow, I can't believe that that was the actual outcome of what I thought the struggle was going to be. So, you know, the Lord tells us in the Bible that you have to uh, get through the dark to see the light, right? You have to go through a struggle to recognize the blessing. So there's a lot of ways we can accept this. And if you're not a Christ follower, I understand. You know, you, you have your opinion and you're more than welcome to it. And But the thing of it is, is I've experienced things in my lifetime at the age of 64 that have allowed me to think differently. And as we get older, we get wiser. And, uh, and there's a choice there. We could become wiser or we could stay stuck on stupid, as I like to put it. But the fact of the matter is we're supposed to grow. We're supposed to learn. We're supposed to teach. We're supposed to lead by example to our families. And so when it comes to wearing a mask, I say, hey, give me the first mask. Let me wear that mask so that I can be the example to my family so that I might be the opportunity that allows COVID-19 not to come into my house or into my family's house. So just a little food for thought there. Okay. And like I said, I know it's easy to talk about it, uh, and I know it's easy to complain about it, because that's what we do, right? We're spoiled, and, and we complain all the time, and we want everything yesterday. So just from a little bit of a tough talk that matters that I placed out there is today, take time to think about the need to let God help carry your burdens, whether that burden is not wanting to wear the mask, have an opinion that doesn't matter, doing things that might not look correct to your neighbor or maybe feel so good to yourself or experiencing what you're looking at on social media that you're not happy with. I mean, we could always turn off or Twitter. That's not usually what we do. We develop a debate in our own mind and then we fess out all the words that we think, which makes us just as wrong as the person posting the information. Just a little food for thought today, right? So if you're, if you're in a spot where you're feeling them burdens, uh, take a second and let, let God help you carry it. And that's my little bit of tough talk for today for the mask. And I'm going to hit it every month, every week until this is over with. I don't know when it's going to be over, but I do know that I'm going to survive it. 
and I have God on my side. And everyone out there that chooses to fight it or join it is going to make it to the end, and we'll all have a different testimony. So I want to take a short break before we bring up our guest, a gentleman by the name of uh, Mario Revolori, and he's out of California area. He's got an incredible story. This is a gentleman that, uh, well, when it comes to miracles, uh, I think when you hear a story, you're going to understand that you're not the only one that's experienced a miracle, and it happens to people every single day. And that's what this show is about, getting your message, your story, your miracle, your testimony, your opportunity to share with our audience what God's doing in your world. So we're going to take a very short break, and we'll be right back. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, Linda Biastetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio, brought to you live from the studios of Tough Talk Radio Network. Learn more about us by going to toughtalkradionetwork.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, go to toughtalkchristianradio.com and and fill out a a registration form and select the next available date. If you'd like to just email me, it's info at toughtalkradionetwork.com. Okay, my guest today is a gentleman, as I said, by the name of Mario Revolori, and uh, I just want to read a little bit. Uh, he, he's a graduate from uh, Cal State U, Fullerton, and he's got a BA in creative writing and music. Uh, he's, he's the father of actor Tony Revolori, best known for the role of Flash Thompson in Spider-Man, and he's also a sing singer-songwriter, a screenwriter, and an author. He's got a new book coming out. So I want to, uh, well, I don't want to waste any time. I want to bring him up and let him explain some stuff to you. Mario, welcome to the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. So, Mario, you're you're in California, I assume. Um, where are you from originally? Originally, I was born in Guatemala, and I came here when I was 12 years old. Hmm. Okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always ask the guest to throw us a couple questions, and it says that uh, 
This is crazy, but I believe it's true. And let me see if I get it right. You survived three assassination plots, and uh, you were uh, thrown to die on a street in L.A. after discharging from a 17-day in a coma at a hospital in Inglewood, California. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, for sure. Uh, okay, I was working with my daughter, my 11 years old daughter, on a music on a music deal that I was gonna get a contract uh, for three years and a three million dollars um, deal. Uh, after we wrote uh, two songs, uh, original ones, and I sent that that with uh, to uh, this this music group uh, with. Uh, I have heard of that one that is called Hollywood Records. And uh, before, I mean, after that, when the deal didn't go through because he was a minor and she's not my biological daughter, so that the, the label didn't, didn't want to sign it without the, the dad consent. And so the, the, the deal failed, right? And then this guy started to uh, gaslighting me. Uh, for five months and telling me he was going to kill me. Uh, I, I thought it was a joke because he came from a big producer, a friend of mine uh, from uh, Hollywood, with the Hollywood area. But the, the, the threats were that came through. Uh, this guy five months later uh, poisoned me with a dark frog of venom. And uh, I was uh, thrown in a hospital. A hospital, uh, believe it or not, he chose because he, he had all my information when I fell on the ground outside that uh, drank the, the poison. He called himself uh, the ambulance because he was watching me on my camera. And this happened uh, in my apartment. He had access keys and uh, hidden cameras in, in my place. So I went to the hospital and, uh, and, uh, and I spent 17 days in a coma. And the beautiful thing of this is I can pray all the time, because I've been a Christian since I was uh, six years old. And I believe blindly in, in the love and the power of Jesus Christ, how he has done many things for me. And he He did it in miracles, but you wouldn't believe it, because he was so great, so uh, cool. On the 10th day in, in, in the hospital, he saw that I didn't die because he gave me a dose, according to the doctors, a dose to. So I'm being the, I'm the first one that has survived, and uh, that poison, that uh, amount of poison, and so he on the tenth day he came to the hospital to finish me up, and he didn't realize that the FBI was waiting uh, for him, and they caught him, they put him in jail, and they gave him a. A life sentence, and he threatened me still. When when he called me the last time he was in jail, he called me. He told me that he was gonna the hospital. So I kept on praying and praying. So Jesus stopped him from coming into my room, and then he says he had contacts in the hospital, and he was gonna finish me up in the hospital. But uh, uh, for by the grace of God, when uh, when they 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 scheduled a surgery that I didn't really didn't need it, but the doctors did it, and they hired a, a, a doctor and a, a 
the one to uh, to uh, to to do that and stitch apart, and they were gonna put me in overdose. So I died in that one in the blood. Jesus Christ discovered it, and I saw it, and I I was blind, mute, and paralyzed by that time. And uh, they, my relatives, uh, when they saw that because this was uh, the, the guy was uh, hired by my relatives uh, to to kill me. It was a hitman that they brought all the way from India. I didn't even know. And he was an impersonated, impersonated the guy that was threatening me. Because, and, then, uh, and then when he came to the hospital to kill me, to finish me up, and, and the FBI caught him, they found out that he had been hired in India, and he came all the way from India to kill me. So it's mostly, you know, something very good, very, very interesting, and in my my relatives uh, accused me of a crime that I hadn't committed, and they wanted to send me to jail. And Jesus appeared on that one. He told me, he spoke to me, and he says, "Don't, don't fear. In time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save you, and not, nothing is gonna uh, come to you." And then, uh, and then, and, and, and Jesus saved me too. Uh, this is about five months after, after I left the hospital, and 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 and. and the, the 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 social work and, and worker and and a detective was wanted to put me in jail so bad, but they didn't find witnesses of the crimes that they accused me of, and and then when they saw that they couldn't finish me up, they they threw me on the streets on First Street in downtown L.A. to die by myself, still blind, mute and paralyzed, and Jesus did so many miracles. Amazing! I uh, put it down on the book. That's the reason I wrote the book. And I wrote it blind, mute, and paralyzed. I started to about ninety percent of the book is written that way. So, how long were you mute and and paralyzed and blind? Uh, I'm still a little bit paralyzed. I'm not a hundred percent. I still drag my 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 left uh, uh, leg. And my, my left arm is still numb and paralyzing, and I cannot speak clearly at times, and I, I don't hear well. And then my eyes are still watery and blinding at times. So I'm still in the process of recovering three years, three and a half years. Wow. Uh, happened that one. But by the grace wow. of God, I prayed all the time, and I follow my knees every single minute to thank God and to ask him if it's his, his will. I'm going to recover about 100%. But my relatives, not even my mother, know about me. They think that I'm dead. dead. Really? Yes, sir. Because my mom is a great lady. But because it was my brother that that, that, uh, paid for the whole thing, and my ex-wife and my mom went and believed him, and and he... My mom said that they didn't do anything, that it was me that were accusing them. So, hmm. and so they, 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 no one knows if I'm dead or alive. So doing these shows here, they wouldn't know that if they heard something like that, that it was you? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm uh, taking a big, a big risk because I don't know what hmm. they're going to do to me. But for the glory of God and to spread the gospel and the miracles that God has done to me, that they are unique uh, in a sense. I, I have, and, and, and you as a Christian are going to believe me because 
many people that, that I tell them and they don't fear God, they're not Christian. They say that I'm making it up, the whole thing, and 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 and, and that I'm lying and, and it's just my imagination. But I spoke with Jesus about three times, and I asked him things like, "Lord, give me three, three minutes of sleep because I was dying, choking in, and for for two years and a half with no one to attend me to help me." And Jesus, when I asked him things, he gave it to me. And he called me many times by my name and telling me not to fear that he was with me to the end. It's such a blessing for me. But mm. like I said, probably they, they'll try to kill me uh, again if they find out. But it's, it's like, a, like, like, like a risk that I'm taking because uh, this book is so special because it's inspirational and it tells how Jesus uh, stop the plot of the Mount Relatives didn't they like they they hire a professional killer and how how the Lord got him in jail and, and, and everything. So it's in the book. A wonderful thing and how the Lord saved me. Yeah. When will the book be available? A book that will be available the the, the last week of May is it's gonna be available on uh uh, Barnes and Noble, Smash Wars, and uh, Amazon. Yeah, what is the name of the book? Yeah, uh, Hollywood I Am. Why I'm calling Hollywood? Because everything happened in the uh, in the entertainment industry, in in the heart of uh, Hollywood. The whole plot mm. started over there. That's, that's why I call it Hollywood. And I am because I'm still alive, and that's what I came up with that uh, title. Well, I look forward to seeing that book. And there was one other thing I wanted to touch base on. You have a son that played in the Spider-Man movie. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Tony Revolveris is uh, is my son. He's uh, 24, I believe, right now. And then, the, but the good thing is that I scouted him. I was his private teacher. Uh, coach, acting coach, and then vocals, and in in a few words, humbly I have to say that the Lord made him a star, and I I did it myself. I got I got him that far to him and his brother, his older brother Mario, uh, my brother my, my son Mario too. Uh, but uh, Tony is he has been great. He's in a in a movie called Dope. There was a very successful uh, yeah, Chad in Inglewood, and he he did a movie called uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and he was the lead in that movie, and that movie won three three Oscars. Hmm. Well, what a fascinating story, Mario. Uh, I hope that uh, everything goes correct for you, and the book comes out and is a success, and there's no more threats on your life. How can people get in touch Hello. with you? Uh, Facebook, Mario, Mario, I mean, no, it's uh, Ben, 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 And also my phone number is there on the, on the book and, and my email, MarioChosen123 at gmail.com. Mario, we thank you for your time today. We always love hearing people share their story. 
And we both know that with with Jesus by your side, uh, you will make a safe journey to wherever it is he's taken us. So once again, thanks for being a guest on the show today. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. All right. Folks, uh, we have a short show today. We just had one guest on, and a lot of times we have two guests, and the show runs a little bit longer. But what I'd really like to touch on is make sure to connect with Mario. Fascinating story. Uh, Sometimes almost too crazy to believe, but these are the things that if you've ever witnessed a miracle, that you understand that things are almost too crazy to believe, and that's why they're called miracles. So we just... We hope the best for Mario and his family, and uh, we hope everything works out for him. And I really like to touch again on that mask, right? Let's just try to wear the mask. Uh, let's try to get along, go along to get along, and, you know, think about our neighbors. Show the love, okay? No matter how strongly we feel about something, it's really good to understand that I have my opinion, you have yours, and we need to respect each other as humans, human beings, to Show the love that maybe we don't agree, but we can't agree to disagree. Or we could disagree to agree, however you want to call it, right? But the fact of the matter is, we're not all going to think and see things in the same way. That doesn't mean that we can't all help each other out, taking each step forward. That's our show for today. I hope you'll tune in next week to Tough Talk Christian Radio here on the Tough Talk Radio Network. I'm hoping everyone has a blessed week. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.